off. The gloves are off. And freedom of speech is absolute. Welcome to the Uncensored Podcast. Where nothing is off limits. So stick your trigger warnings up your ass. Y'all need Jesus! (laughs) (laughs) And we are back for episode four of Uncensored the podcast where we discuss everything that we can discuss on YouTube. And we are doing this discussion here because there was discussion earlier on. But as we all know, the YouTube gods don't like when a certain type of person is attacked, even if that person is burning in hell because they are a killer and a murderer. So just a to let you know. special type of killer, too. A special type of killer. And so I am going to go ahead and bring up a Twitter post really, really quick here just to let you guys know what is going on. And then we're going to jump in. Tonight's discussion is going to be led by the one, the only Flying Rich himself. He's going to be leading us. um, He's going to be leading us in the discussion. But if you don't know, uh, Steven Crowder got a sh- got in trouble with his channel because of criminal enterprise. Uh, I'm not no, really sure. Is this a strike? Are, John, are you going to be posting this? Yeah, I am I going. If you don't have it, no, I'm going to. I'm bringing it up right now here, so we're going to be able to take a look. While I'm bringing that up, uh, I just want to thank everyone out there watching live on Rumble. You can always follow us on Rumble. Rumble uh, slash C slash Uncensored Podcast. You can always check the the audio version out on any of the pod, the podcasting platforms out there. Or you can just go to uncensored.wtf. Uncensored.wtf where you can listen to it right here. Steven Crowder posted this not too long ago here and it is a twitter post and he posted a letter from youtube and i'm just gonna kick it over to rich so it's steven crowder this is your friendly youtube friendly friend we wanted to let you know that our team reviewed your content and we think it violates our violent criminal organizations policy who knew we know you may have not realized this was a violation of our policies, so we're not applying a strike to your channel. However, we have removed the following content from YouTube. Podcast episode, LWC exclusive Nashville school shooter manifesto leaked. We realize this may be disappointing news, but it's our job to make sure that YouTube is a safe place for trans shooters. Oh no, it says for all. If you think we've made a mistake, fuck yeah. You can appeal this decision. You'll find more details below. What our policy says, content that glorifies violent criminal organizations and cites violence is not allowed on YouTube. Um, so what a joke. who's glor- glorifying violent criminal organizations yeah. or incites violence you know you can't speak negatively of a trans active shooter 
yeah a transactive shooter or you can't read the tranifesto because that would if it's leaked it wouldn't be good unless it's donald trump's leaked taxes okay um i just want to remind you all out there if you want to subscribe to the channel you can do that you can subscribe to the channel and uh that will help us recoup some of the costs for the production costs costs that we put out and we actually have don't more because john's us, putting out oh don't yeah. forget that one of us recently wrote a book as well yeah so uh if you guys Crunky. yeah right there yeah. uh it's called Masters of Ooh. Firepower. But if you want to if you want to do that, it would help us because I just ordered some more diff, some more things for the background images for our little stream yard set up here. So nice. I got I think, my designer uh, working on it. Yeah, we should chat uh, offline about some other stuff too. I think I'd like to do maybe a, a giveaway or something else, maybe uh Oh, sure. I, I gotta do a gift something cool. Yeah, yeah, you were supposed to give me the information. There is a digital copy cool. of the book. You can yep. get a, a Kindle version right now. I still got to get it up on uh, Google Playbooks. But right now there's a Kindle version. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Here. So, I'm sorry, John. Please go. So we're, I'm going to kick it with Rich here, but but here's the thing we're going to be discussing. We're not only going to be discussing what's in the the manifesto. We are going to be discussing how we can prepare to actually prepare for something that happens. And I just want to do this before I kick it with the rich. Everyone here probably has a gun very close to them. I got one in my pants. Not that type of gun, Dark. Oh, no, no. I, I have a gun in my pants next yeah, to it's the one in his my pants. pants. Okay. <laughs> I always carry at home. Can't let nobody catch me. Yeah. Tonight, I'm carrying the Reaper project. Nice. Is that the... flashing? Is that the Reaper? Is that the Threeper Reaper? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it just has a bunch of different things. Threaded barrel. It has a nightstick in the front. It has actually the laser guide rod here. Uh, hollow sun optic. Man, that laser max laser guide rod used to be the shit. Have you guys ever seen the hundred thousand round Glock? No, I have not. And Rich is oh, carrying a a P three sixty five. The ladies' version of the P three sixty five. Yeah, so Rich the is the first one ever made. Yeah, so I'm teasing. Two of us are carrying Glocks, and Rich is going with the self-firing company themselves. Nice. Man, you can't even really tell that finishes. And he's carrying an AUG with a scope on it. Why do you have a scope on your AUG? Because it's cooler with a scope. It is a 20-inch barrel, so let's be real. And for anyone out there that doesn't know, if you have a 5.56... If you're pushing X, XM-193 for a 20-inch barrel, that will perforate level 3 steel plates. I'm just saying. Okay. So let's go ahead and, uh, Rich, take it over, and let's go ahead and jump into the topic of the night. So the the topic is the Tranifesto. Tranifesto. I wear Tranifesto. I'm sorry, guys. That's all right. I'm stealing that from Risky Krisky, who's live now, so don't go over to his channel. And uh, active shooters in preparedness for transactive shooters, or just active shooters in general. So I uh, kind of 
springboarding off of Crowder. Uh, Crowder released this information. I'm not sure how he got it. Did he say how he got it? He got it from a source. Um, it could be from several different sources, the FBI or the local police. I believe that it is most likely the local police. Um, the FBI people that I know that know who have it, uh, they're adamant that they didn't so, give it up. They released three pages. Dark, do you have the pages up and ready to go? Um, I could. There's three pages, yeah. but there's more than three pages. They only have three yeah. pages. Um, but there's so actually... The three pages just seemed like a real hateful a-hole. You know, it just didn't seem like anything. I hate straight people. I hate Christians. It, it didn't didn't really read like that it, it's like i hate white people and stuff like that a lot of self-hatred yeah. yeah yeah i mean that, that was the shooter was white on our and, show, and, uh, and went to that school too yeah yeah so, yeah, so i looked that, that up on wikipedia uh so apparently she went there for one year and she was born female i'm gonna say she you don't like it fuck yourself you can't God, dead name a dead church. person was there a funeral? I mean, if I say Bruce Jenner, you know. I sure hope not. Yeah. Look, we don't play that shit. There's two fucking genders. Fuck off. Yeah, there is. Wait till I run for Congress if my opposition research finds this video. I'm going to say, man, yeah, eat it. You are way too good to run for Congress. I need, I need some of that Nancy Pelosi money. Can I also uh, say one other thing? People are wondering why this isn't out. Well, the police have not released it. There is the uh, National Police Association is suing to get it released. But the parents of the shooter is trying to intervene to block it being released. Who cares? They don't have any rights. Well, it's not going to – the court battles is going to go on forever because the police don't want to release it either. So, oh, wow. Wow. I nobody, don't – None of these parents want anyone to find out how terrible of a fucking job they did raising this little piece of shit, which, by oh. the way, her eternal soul is burning in hell as we speak. Yeah, I think I made that clear that that's what I believe or hope. And I – yeah. I concur with everything you say. I fully support what you said. The how much worse can it be your kid murdered six people? How much worse in three kids? Three freaking young kids. How much worse of a parent could you be based on a couple of pages of writing? Now, I'm not saying that it was definitely the that they definitely did a bad yeah, job. I'm, However, yeah, I don't know these parents. I, I and you're right. I don't want to throw them under the bus. That, but that you're would right. Be correct. There, there are things. I mean, obviously, clearly, mental instability and mental different types of mental illnesses came into play here, right? Which isn't necessarily the parents' fault directly. But I'm going to take a guess that they probably weren't the beacon of positive parenting. I'm just going to guess. Hey. In, in look, there's nature and there's nurture. Um, 
it, it's funny. I, I'm kind of throwing my wife and I under the bus, but I'm not. It's not that Terry and I are not moral, but Skylar, who's no relation to us, our daughter, who's adopted. And I hate saying that. I say my daughter. I'm just saying. I would, I would say no blood nature. relation. No blood relation. Yeah. Um, Skylar innately was much more moral than either my wife or myself. In we, which I'm saying is a pretty high standard because it's not like we're immoral. So there's, you know, there's nature and nurture. There's, there's characteristics of her personality that are like me. There are characteristics of her personality that are like my wife. And, and that's the nurture part. Uh, but, but her sense of morality. You guys, you guys, so you later on in life, as you grow mature and kind of, you know, become an old ass uh, man, uh, bald man. Uh, I'm just kidding. As you grow mature, you know, you, you've definitely changed and grown even in the couple of years that, that I've known you too. So I think, you know, we, we may start out, um, you know, a, a little bit more, kind of a little bit more uh, as dirt bags when we're young men. And then later on, as we grow and develop, we kind of become um, less dirt baggish. Yeah, agreed, agreed. And so, so I wouldn't want, well, thank you, but I wouldn't want to throw her parents under the bus. But again, from the point of view, the way I see this is it's none of their freaking business. They, the, this was a mass shooting. And any information that we gather from this manifesto would be important to understanding the psychology and hopefully maybe someday in the future to prevent a future occurrence like this. I, I don't know if I was in the shooter's parents situation, how I'd feel. Maybe I would, part of me would want less information going out, but. Oh, absolutely. Thinking, I probably the other voice in my head would be, you know what? Maybe all this should be outed and, you know, so maybe in the future, something could, good could come of this, that maybe it, it could be prevented somehow. Yeah, but you, to realize that, that you, that the daughter you, you raised turned out to be a psychopath, that has to be really hard. So, um... Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, unless page 20 of the manifesto says dad touched me in bad places and I'm, I have no knowledge of that. I'm conjecture. I'm not even conjecturing. I'm just, well, I'm wondering why the parents don't want it out. Right. Right. And yeah. So TJ play nice. The parents do want it suppressed. So this is an interesting photograph because you see what appears to be a police vehicle in the background. So it looks like, uh they're in a parking lot and there's a car a you know gray silverish car in the foreground just behind the manifesto and that there's a police car in the back uh the the first page now we're we're doing this primarily as an audio podcast so I, i want to describe the page uh in the upper margin of this book so it looks like one of those bound uh notebooks and it says death day 
and in the middle in between death and day is like a swirl and it looks like a cross made of triangles and on top it says dark abyss so i don't know if that's the dark swirling abyss, that diagram to the right of it is a pistol and almost looks like clovers on the pistol i thought it looked that the person was trying to represent a um, Beretta because the slide looks like it's cut. Dark thought it was a huge ass ejection port. I think it's just crap. Yeah, yeah I think it's crap bad. art. It's you know, also, dated. Yep. It, it's probably um, her interpretation of grip grips inserations where the clovers are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's anything, you know, specific. I just think she, because if you look, she drew a gun, but look to the right of it. She drew a tiny uh, that, little body. Is that a little body? It, it little it's kind of like stick figure-ish. Yeah. It, uh, could be somehow, I'm not sure. Uh, so, so I'm looking the, out on the uh, on full screen right now. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't look like there's two legs. Yeah, it looks like a big wiener. <laughs> oh, you know what? So, look in the circle. It's like a tiny little body. Oh, in the circle? So is that like a bullseye? Is that what that yeah, is? Yeah, I think yes. it's uh, supposed to be a kid. Yes. Yeah. It, it's, oh. It, yeah, that's what I was saying. It, it's oh, a that's tiny disturbing. little circle. It, it was literally depicting a a child. Hmm. Okay. What a deranged fuck. I it creeps me out. Seriously, I get the chills looking and reading this stuff. Like even even the most evil, right? The most evil people. Like let, let's say that um, you had an opportunity. If there were twenty Hamas soldiers bound and you know up sitting up against so, a, a white wall, uh, you you said something really interesting. You said Hamas soldiers. Now Actually, you're right, Hamas terrorists. My apologies. I, I'm just because I, I I think of anyone that takes arms and you know goes to fight as as a soldier, but they're fucking cowards. But what I what I meant was Hamas, you know, terrorists. Well, I don't what want to call Hamas them soldiers. Hamas means in Hebrew. No. Do Do any of you know what Hamas means in Hebrew? Why don't you tell us then we can get back on the topic? Violence. It means violence. All right. Well, let's get back on the topic now. So my my whole point to saying this was if there were 20 Hamas members lined up against the wall, all of us, if we're extinguishing evil, we would have absolutely no problem doing our thing with all of them lined up against the wall. But could you ever think, ever, ever imagine, even when extinguishing evil, that now we need to go kill all of their children. Like the type of person that 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 does something like this is so fucking deranged. Gleefully, so... hmm? she's gleeful about it too. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. and I think that that's why. I mean, she she has no moral. Well, had she had no morals. She had no like absolutely nothing left living within her. 
the only thing she had left to do was physically die because mentally psychologically every in every other way she had already died yeah yeah i i mean that's kind of horrific uh thinking that way so it says today is the day the day has finally come exclamation point like she's excited yeah i can't believe it's here don't know how i was able to get this far far but here i am i'm a little nervous but excited to been excited for the past two weeks gleeful i that's that's terrifying to me that like that you could be excited about going after and shooting somebody now she's 28 at this time and i don't know how old she was when she spent one year at the school there were several times like the the school only goes from a pre-kid to sixth grade yeah, apparently it had said over 10 years ago. So, I mean... Well, she's 28, so 6th grade, you're 11? Yeah, oh, so it 11 or 12. Talking, 10 years ago. Yeah, so you're, you're talking at least 17 years ago. There were several times I could have been caught, especially... What does I say? Uh, especially, especially in the back. summer of 2021. Yeah, I'm wondering what happened so, in the summer of 21. Who, how she almost got caught? What happened? Well, especially I mean, was her did she get a speeding ticket or you know, taillight? She prob- what? And, she probably participated what, in the 20 to 21 fuckery, and you know, I, I would guess, ooh. or well, I don't know. I don't want to speculate too much, but there are other things that happened okay. in 2021 um, in January that uh-huh. could, I mean, who knows? There's so many things I've thought about after we did the show this this afternoon, which we probably should pull off of YouTube now. Uh, I deleted. Okay. All right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I there's some other things regarding her handwriting and messaging that I've been thinking about too, but uh, and go ahead, Rich, we'll come back to it. So, uh, she had seven firearms. I'd be interested to know how many firearms she had in 2021. I don't know if she means she could have gotten caught by her parents finding out she had a firearm. Yeah. Uh, well, her parents, I uh, I did, I I read an article coming out, so I did a lot of research. Uh, her parents knew that she had one, but she told them that she sold it. They didn't know about the other seven. None of that matters. I'm almost an hour and seven minutes away, meaning from the time in which, I don't know distance-wise how far she was. I, I think she was reasonably local to the school. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was. I can't believe 20. I'm doing this, but I'm ready, dot, dot, dot. I hope my victims aren't, period. Now that's evil okay, right there. there more... Yeah. Dark is there more if you scroll? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that's cold yeah. as shit to say. I hope that my victims aren't. That's yeah. cold shit right there. That's... My only fear is if anything goes wrong, I'll do my best to prevent any of that sort. I, I'm not sure what she wrote there. 
and then she says this is the odd thing capital g god let my wrath take over my anxiety it might be 10 minutes it might Tops. be three to seven it's gonna go quick yeah she figured I that she was I gonna have, she figured she was gonna be killed within 10 minutes yeah i hope i have a high death count ready to die ha 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 that that's oh i i seriously get chills and, and it's crazy it really yeah so aside from my immediate thought of uh mk ultra a cia handler or you know anything else that this you know being a government sponsored shooting i don't think that's um, the case here you know i don't know well um, i'll tell you why it doesn't fit their narrative it's not I'm the narrative saying, that they want to push i i agree and i also i'm just saying i don't know it would have been a white military-aged male like what what just occurred uh. in maine right and one of the things that we discussed on the show earlier today was okay why has this been hidden for you know almost all of this year right since since it occurred um, it, the Tranifesto has been hidden, right? But uh, if this were a white military age male and he left a manifesto saying MAGA this, MAGA that, you know, leftist this, right? Like, if it was, they would have said, oh, it's right wing militia. Well, you know, we don't have to speculate about that. If you look at like a Buffalo or whatnot. Yeah. I mean, they, no, I mean, he, yeah. Or, or that I racist piece of shit down in South Carolina. I guess we're on uncensored, so I could say that uh, both Buffalo and and Maine and South Carolina, those all just seem really strange. Maine specifically. Well, South Carolina, I think, is a little bit less than the other one since he tried to get away. And they yeah. caught him, and he's alive. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with that. I, I'm just saying, from, I, I'm not the guy that always screams like, you know, government fuckery. But really, the main, I said, I'm not the guy that always. Oh, okay. Government fuckery. Just 90% of the time. <laughs> Sometimes it takes yeah. a day off. Yeah. But uh, honestly, Maine, like his sister came out and said that. Uh, so this dude had 20 years of distinguished service in the military, right? He was a firearms instructor, okay? And if if you were to think of a firearms instructor in 2023, what kind of firearms do you think that, that they have? Uh, military or? Well, I'm figuring at least an AR-15, but are, aren't they going six spear? Well, no, I'm saying, so yes, but let's say he's out of the military. He did his 20 years, right? And he's a, a uh, instructor that instructs civvies. You would uh -huh, probably uh -huh. have an AR. You would probably uh -huh. have a Glock or some type of handgun, right? Uh -huh. So some type of semi-auto handgun and some type of AR. I, I would guess. Again, this is speculation, right? But apparently they're saying that he had just purchased an, an AR two months before the shooting. And then two months before the shooting, he had gotten some super high-power hearing aids uh, at the VA. And uh, that these... Um, he he'd had a lot of uh, hearing issues from uh, his time in service, uh, or or maybe just age, or both, or whatever. I don't know. Uh, he wasn't that old, but I'm just saying. Uh, but 
he didn't start hearing those voices until he got those high powered hearing aids and he said he was hearing voices saying that he needs to shoot up the military base he needs to shoot up like all this crazy stuff and then you know he was found shot twice in the head in a place they had already searched twice he, he there's just too many things that are weird also the or, original 911 call said that there was two um middle eastern men and I, one of I, them had a gun i sent you the original 911 call well i'm just saying one of the 911 calls said that if if it did it was deleted because i couldn't find oh. that anywhere so I'm, I, I'm thinking that's probably misinformation. I mean, it could be. And then all of his pictures look different, and it's just, it's just weird. So, again, I'm just saying it's weird. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not deleting it. But I just want to make sure that accurate information gets out there. No, I mean, it'd be easier just to say what we want, and then later on, you know, just... I'm just kidding. I'm joking. No, I'm, I'm just I, saying, I mean... I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying that the 911, the two Middle Eastern men thing, I don't think actually happened. Supposedly, the guy in Maine was found with uh, two in his head. That is true. And then all of the news sources went back and changed that afterwards. And they took two gunshot wounds out and they just said he was found dead. Yeah, but. Self inflicted. It's he, he, he it, it could be weird, but there there could be other explanations for it. Of course. Yeah, he could have had a binary trigger. Pull the trigger once, boom, boom. You know, he... Oh, he so Rich says the most multiple Arab was over police radio. Okay, that could be the case. I would have to check into that. Dark sent me down the rabbit hole of checking into uh, the 911 calls. I do have the audio recordings of the police calls. I didn't hear that, but I wasn't really listening too closely for that. So I'll go back and check that. Yeah, it sounded like it was uh, like a 911 call. Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't think it was. It could have been the radio traffic. Well, it could have been anything. Someone could have said that this is from, you know, the main event. That the main event, um, but it could have been from something years back in a different state and can't who, who knows right um i didn't verify that information i'm just saying that these things popped up that appeared strange yeah. and everything that we know that our government has done is making me second guess any yeah. information that, uh, that I get. what appeared strange was in the snbc all these uh new york times was talking to that one guy that did a video on who was reporting that there was dead kids and everything else Turns out there was no dead kids in that situation, but yeah. my oh, situation night at the bowling alley, like the mouthpiece said. Yeah, well, it it was a youth night earlier on, but at the time, it, the the youth league was already gone. But the thing is, where does none of none of the places disclosed his background as being a uh, Democratic operative? None. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And how did this guy end up? on new forces from around the world that because he he knew the people and a lot of the stuff he said was proven false so far and yet yeah. you haven't seen any of the places go back and correct any of the reporting of course they're, they're moving so quickly they they don't they don't care to anyway even if even if they genuinely wanted to they're they're, they're not gonna you know change anything and, and 
the the things that he was saying were so absurd. Yes. And they were so specifically I, crafted to make him look like an animal. Yeah, like and he... Uh, saying, look, anyone that did that, I'm fucking completely against any act of, you know, violence like that. That is not what we do. And it's just right. making me think, like, once you know what the government and some people and elites have done against... Let's just say the government. Once you know what the government has done uh, against their people and the general public, it starts making you think differently about things. Yeah. yeah so I mean, they're, they're going to take a minor victory lap and, and just say, I, when I saw this video of this, you know, person in Maine speaking, I'm like, there's something really wrong with this video. And I like yeah. tipped off crump and, and dark. And I'm like, Hey, check this video out. This is yeah. Video. Yeah. And then I started finding them everywhere. So I just started doing background checks and found out all the information about him. I was like, yeah, <laughs> there was smoke. So this and guy is a known anti-gunner activist. Uh, and he says he knew the shooter, knew the shooter's family. He portrayed them in Living on a compound. Crazy way. Yeah. Yeah. They lived the on Wordsmith. It was really, I'm like, this is really weird. It was I mean, a bunch of trigger words. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, he, he literally went from, I think he initially used the word community, and then in the same sentence changed it to compound. Well, it was Something a compound, like really. Yeah, and then he had said that uh, they're... No, he, he changed it from complex. Yeah, they, they love the, the complex. Oh, well, it was more of a compound than a complex. Yeah, like, wow, you're using complex and compound interchangeably because people know what do they think of the branch davidians the waco siege the you know it, a compound sounds scary and dangerous and then you I, know they i they mean started... I, I do say Hughes compound southern command but that's just a house i mean yeah but that's the point a compound is just a house <laughs> you shout know, out scott it sounds it's got the buzzwords it sounds more scary he yeah. went through the David Hogg school of making shit up. Yes, facts. Fire. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it really is ridiculous. Now, my question is, why? And I brought this up in my video I did on John Crump News today. I gave my opinion on why this was buried, and other shootings have not been buried. And I think that, okay, Tennessee's a red state. Nashville, not so much. So I yeah. think that the government in Nashville is trying to protect the trans community because they don't think that we are smart enough to distinguish evil from evil. So, okay, raise your hand here, and I, I'm raising for demonstration purposes and put a one in the chat if now you're mad at trans people or, or put a zero if you don't care no different no it'd be but i'm not mad at trans i don't think all trans people are mass murderers no no well i think that's what they were trying to, it, it's it's like if if you do not fit a narrative if you're not a military age white male 
they're not going to release your manifesto because they want to protect it. It's it's like that that dude that drove the uh, truck into uh, the, the the parade. I think it was. Yeah. And. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were like, oh, you know, could this be right wing extremist? Can this be right wing extremist? Then it turned out he was a black guy. Then all of a sudden, it disappeared from. Every freaking news yeah. source. Everyone just stopped talking about it because it does oh not God, fit the narrative. He's a black. Well, Democrat. he just got out of jail for running over his girlfriend. Yeah, it doesn't fit the narrative, so they had to get I, get rid of it. Help me out here. If if I hold up a liquor store and they let me out of jail, are they giving me my gun back as I leave the jail? It's like, oh, by the way, yeah. Uh, uh, hey, uh, here's here's your sixty three sixty five. Enjoy. Have a good day. They should. I mean, they should. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm not arguing that point. I agree with you. But likewise, uh, it's like, oh, you ran over your girlfriend with your truck. Uh, by the way, here's the keys for your truck. Enjoy your day. Yeah. I I would like to err on the side of uh, he should have not been released. But I mean, hmm. look at the world that we're living in, you know, Um hmm. The only criminals that they so, give a shit about are, you know, white military age males that are armed, that care about freedom, independence, and liberty, and that is their new terrorist. So congratulations, right. ladies and gentlemen. Your government hates you and wants you dead. Well, I brought up this on yeah. my um, on my video, too, in Loudoun County, where I live at. There was a rapist that raped a girl, right, and oh. in high school, but... He was transgendered. He raped her in the in, in the girls' back bathroom, but he was transgendered. Hey, but, but that girl was asking for it. Well, well, that that was the second girl when they transferred. Oh, the second girl. They say she was asking for. Yeah, they would. They, they. I mean, how they, horrific they, are these people? They transferred him to a different school because he was transgendered, and they didn't want to like press charges. And then he raped the second girl. And that time he got charged and prosecuted. But it wasn't prosecuted by the Loudoun County uh, Commonwealth Attorney, who is going to be voted out tomorrow, I hope. Amen, the, brother. Uh, the, yeah. the state government had to step in and prosecute him because even after the second rape, she was not willing to prosecute him. And they were trying to keep wow. it as quiet as possible. Yeah. It, here's, here's the thing. You know, when I was, uh, when I was a kid, when I was in school— um, there was a lot of issues happening. Uh, there, there were not like a lot of you know well, school shootings and whatnot. I, but I, just to finish up my thought, oh, because my God, my God. Uh, Greg Gunner brought it up. He said charge the principal. They did not charge the hey, principal. They criminally charged and criminally convicted the the state of Virginia. Um, Jason Mieras, which I don't really like, but hey, did a good thing here. Criminally charged and criminally convicted the uh, the board of supervisor, uh, not the board of supervisors, uh, the school board's president who facilitated the cover up. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Amen, so, so that is a good thing. All right, you can go ahead. No, I was just saying, uh, you know, it, when it when it comes to narrative punishment, discipline, you know, they're they're falling in the same category. When when I was uh, in high school. Um, there was a kid caught with a loaded handgun, a loaded 357 Magnum, and a note saying, you know, apologizing for shooting up his homeroom class. Um, but 
he was caught before he did it and uh, they took the gun from him no issue he was sent to a secondary school he was not expelled douglas not criminally charged uh uh, it's just like douglas but it's a different uh different county okay um and um all right hmm? go dark finish finish your thought i I got something i want to i just noticed so um and then also there were other kids that were you know caught in similar situations whatever but uh kids that were caught with guns and knives that actively threatened people uh were either just suspended or sent to a secondary school or whatever i was caught with a substance in school and uh you guys want to guess what happened to me expelled i was expelled from the county that i went to school the neighboring county was a county of reciprocity, so I was expelled from the second neighboring county as well. I uh, was not allowed to go to the secondary school, uh, and the only option that we had was uh, a, you know, an option of private schools, which I would have started off on like a probationary period where if I sneezed in the wrong direction, I would have been kicked out of the school. So. Um, Anyway, I ended up finishing high school doing homeschool and I graduated at like 16 and a half. But the crazy thing is that even after I was I was in trouble, there were kids that were caught with guns. There were kids that were caught with, you, you know, you, you name it. Right. And uh-huh. the punishment uh-huh. did not match what had occurred. And I think it was because back then, even though it was less political, they still knew it, it was just all about the story that they wanted to tell. It was all about the narrative. It was all about the agenda. And they used incidents as tools to push that similar to exactly what they're doing now. They're just doing it for a different reason because these, these people that have such an ideological attachment to, you know, what's going on politically, they, um, shit, what's that saying? Never let a tragedy go to waste. Rahm well, Emanuel. That, that for sure but there's there's another one it's about um like uh ideological zealots i can't remember it off the top of my head but I'll, I'll find it and come back but essentially um you know they're just it, with every single ounce of their being everything that happens around them and to them is due to their ideals and everything that they do is part of their their ideals it's it's a tool for them to use to push an agenda it's ridiculous it is it's so, it, it seems like there's a lot that gets political the political politicalized that shouldn't be you know this person is an evil person that should be riding in hell i think we can all agree on that but yet yeah. um there was actually people when when she shot up the school that was criticizing people in the media for dead naming her. Oh, dude, get that shit out of here. She's literally dead. <laughs> like, grow up. And and this whole safe and, and supported era that we're living in is so ridiculous, and it is setting us up for such a dangerous future. If every single person and ev- if everyone always has to feel safe and supported we are going to have the softest generation or a couple generations that we've ever experienced in our life and that will be the end of our country 
so in conjunction dark, with other things i can you go back to that first page with you're showing the second page now can that's a third page i think page i already closed out of it hang on because this is a spiral bound book and it looks like two pages are from a spiral bound book and that other page was not a spiral bound book well here's the thing there was multiple 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 um uh journals and also mm -hmm. it has been confirmed independently now that it's it, they're legit A Fox affiliate was able to independently confirm that those are legit. The local affiliate. Hmm. There you go. All right. So you see, this is not a spiral band book. Yep. That that's a bound notebook and not a spiral uh, bound notebook. I concur. <laughs> oh, Facebook right, has so deleted Crowder's post now. Who, what? Facebook deleted Crowder's post. So they're they're erasing this. Yeah. So they're simping for a child murdering trans. Is is wow. what you're telling me? Yeah. So I since we brought up Crowder again, there I had one other thought. Um, we're, we're talking about, they, they say violent criminal organizations policy. Um, clearly he is not representing the, the individual who committed the violence. Clearly. So, he, and anyone speaking on this is speaking out against the violence. Uh, our job face, what, what did it say? Content that glorifies, nobody's glorifying this, violent criminal organizations or incites violence is not allowed on YouTube. So I don't know if they're saying it incites violence against trans people. So you can critique any other kind of people. But the second you critique a trans, I, I don't know, I'm throwing it out there. What do you think? Because it's definitely not glorifying violent criminal organizations. What do you think if it were to be um, critiquing people that, as they describe as being, you know, right wing extremists? Oh, if if it was white wing wing extremists, we we would have we wouldn't even be talking about it. We would have known this, like I said, it, before the manifesto dropped out of the shooter's hands. It would be on the New York Times. Well, the yeah. New York Times is going to run a hit piece tomorrow on Crowder, just to let you know. Interesting. You know? I just know. You don't ask do you those know? questions. That's a question I don't ask. You, you don't. You don't ask those questions of Crump. Okay. So, it seems to me that you know, getting into the crazy head of YouTube, as I often say about the ATF, uh, don't put your junk in crazy, but I'm going to put my junk in crazy at YouTube right now. I believe that they're saying the Crowder's video could possibly be inciting violence against trans people. 
I think that's that we, I think that's the point that they're trying to get across. I think that's it, the and I, use that they're using. And I think that's why Crowder phrased it the way he says on his uh, X post. Investigative journalism is now considered a criminal organization, according to YouTube. Now, I'm sure he doesn't believe that. I'm sure he's waiting for them to say, oh, no, we think you're inciting violence against trans people. Now, if this is YouTube's policy, did they happen to cover any events on October 7th on YouTube? Did any organization any possible organization cover any event on October 7th? I mean, what, what position do you think they took then? Well, uh, I, so you're telling me on October 7th, a criminal organization murdered men, women, children, grandmas, grandpas, kidnapped them, set them on fire, all sorts of you know raped pillaged plundered looted that content that glorifies violent criminal organizations or incites violence is not allowed on youtube but anything regarding october 7th was fair play look rich uh, i think that you need to kind of kick it back a notch because what you're saying is potentially going to call for violence upon hamas terrorists and I'm concerned about that. Yeah, well, look at this, man. The whole Hamas thing is the the media uh, like oppresses certain things. Like Dark and I live close to DC. I live a little bit closer. Dark lives a little bit farther out. But d did you guys realize that there was Hamas supporters trying to climb the White House uh, gate? And spray oh, yeah. painted the White that. House gate. Yeah, nobody talked about that. And and uh, was and went around DC, uh, vandalizing monuments. Did yep. you hear that uh, uh, the people that were putting up all the posters of the uh, kids that were kidnapped and stuff like that? That they just constantly keep getting ripped down, especially in New York and other places. Yeah, I, I saw one of the guys get confronted by a couple of guys, and the dude almost got his ass kicked. But did you hear uh, what they're doing when they're when they're putting up the posters now? No, what? They're putting <laughs> razor blades inside of them. Nice. So when people go to rip them down, they get cut the fuck open. And it was actually hilarious to see the first one that I saw on camera. They were like, what kind of terrorist would do this? I'm like, for real? You're literally ripping down pictures of six-year-olds that have been kidnapped saying you know fuck them right but when you cut your little fingies you you start crying like a baby like well when, when you have a sitting member of congress calling for the eradication of an allied country from uh the river to the sea which means that's where israel exists that's what they want to eliminate and she yeah, said well it's just an inspirational chant no, it's not in the brother fucker, right? Yeah, no, no, the other one, Talib. Oh, gotcha. And it's and it's like you know exactly what that means. Yeah. Crazy. Sorry, I'm still working on my uh beautifully wrapped Safari Land holster here. So 
my apologies. That's why I'm looking down. I just can't stop working on it. But yeah, it's crazy. It's uh, this is the most hostile this you know country has been uh, in my life. Yeah, it 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 really is. It, it really is. is. Another, it's another thing we're going to talk about too from a, a, a different perspective. One, obviously the the Tranifesto. Uh, two, just active shooters in general. But three is going to be how taking things like active shooting situations into consideration with preparedness and EDC and and things like that. All right, you want to just jump so, into one of the, one of, one of those topics? Yeah, I, I was going to say that. Let, let's jump. Yeah, I, because the, the so final. I want to talk. I just want to say the final page that we did not go over with where she called out white privilege. And also white kids. And for some reason, she thinks the Mustang is a rich a nice person's car. car, which they don't really understand. And, I have and it. she also said faggot. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm telling you, she is, is self-hatred. Here, let's, I, I have, uh, you want to read through it real, real quick? Or no, this sure. is the other one, right? No, that's the final one. Is that the right yeah. one? Yeah. That's it. So it says, kill those kids, those crackers, going to private fancy private school. Fancy school. Which she went to. Fancy khakis and sports backpacks. Which she wore. With with their mommy, daddy's which Mustangs. Is, yeah, the, she wrote daddy's. Mommy, she, yeah, and then she scribbled it out and then wrote daddy's Mustangs. Yeah, but she also people. did... She that's not a possessive. Yeah, no, she okay. yeah she, she doesn't know how to she's not a grammar Nazi. Yeah, she don't speak good. And convertibles, fuck you little shits. I wish to shoot your whack ass. ass. Whack ass. Whack ass dicks, you mop yellow hair, wanna kill you all little crackers. Bunch of little faggots with your white privilege. Fuck you, faggots. Yeah. I, I thought using the F word was a bad thing. Well, especially, um, I thought that was like anti-LGBT, right? Well, it, right. That. Well, it can be a term of endearment. That's true. I call my friends. I'm just kidding. Sorry. No, like a lot of, I mean, I doubt that that's what she's using it for. Game. <laughs> yeah. She's so, not a smart man. <laughs> this dude cracked out survival is killing it. Earlier he said uh, after uh after uh cremation there are zero trans fats. Wow. Oh, that's great. That, that's Okay, but, so yeah. But, so you know, just since October seventh, I I've been upscaling my find out. And uh, I'm not only am I carrying my SIG P365, I'm carrying an extended spare magazine and a 15 inch laptop case with an MP5 and a bunch of magazines. Nice. Well, I'm carrying a. a you mean, I thought are you, are you doing MP5? Yeah. Okay, well, that's I'm doing an MP5, which I carry around in a backpack. Um, then I carry my Glock 43X with a few shield arms and magazines. 
And then I have a necklace that consists of a mini uh, NAA mini revolver in case. <laughs> oh, nice. Whatever. See, uh, that's rich. When I was talking about the chin gun, that's the chin gun. Uh, an NAA 20. Is it the 22 mag, John? 22 mag, yep. Nice. That's the, that's an equivalent of it. That would qualify as a chin gun. A chin gun is the smallest gun possible you can fit on your kit in addition to your primary and secondary that you can use for someone else's chin or if needed your own chin if it's a really bad day but sorry go ahead. yeah uh and then i carry um uh, my little spike my my dagger spike my double edge dagger spike which might not be too legal in virginia <laughs> to carry around yeah i've run into that but whatever uh and then i carry some type of out the front knife which is used for boxes and stuff like that. So that's not really my for defense. Like the spike is for whatever. I can slice with yeah. it. I can stab with it. I can do whatever. And uh, it fits really good in the hand. And also, nice. I can like bash people over the head with it. So I have that. And then I always carry a tourniquet. Oh, okay. Yeah, I... One of my cars, sorry, one of my cars, I, I do carry a blowout kit. Yeah. So I do all that right there. Um, and my flipper zero, but nice. In case I have to steal so a Tesla. Typically, you know, I, I think anything like um, a disagreement could turn into an exchange where. You know, let, let's let's think. What, what is the most common handgun in in the world or in the country? Glock nineteen. Glock nineteen. Yeah. A Glock, right? So you know, the likelihood of even just two dudes getting into a disagreement, you're looking at the likelihood of forty rounds being exchanged. You know, thirty to forty rounds being exchanged. So as time has gone on, you know, you, I, I think all of us have reevaluated kind of what we're carrying. So a typical day for me, I used to just carry a handgun. Then I started carrying a handgun with a spare mag, and that's kind of how it, it evolved from there. So currently what I'm carrying is my Glock 43X with uh, 21 rounds in it. It's a shield arms uh, 15-rounder plus the plus 5, and then one of the pipes, 21 rounds. Some people say that they don't work very well, but, bro, I'll tell you what, that shit runs just fine. Yeah, I ran, I ran probably 6,000 rounds. I don't have that much through it. I got I got like two thousand rounds through it. Yeah, six thousand. That's over two mags. So yeah, three thousand I mean, in each round, and uh, never had a problem with it. Yeah, they they run fine as long as you're not retarded. They should work for you. Uh, you also have to uh, replace the um the uh the uh, uh the follower the the. Are you talking about the the mag release? The mag release. I don't know why I blanked out there. Yeah. The mag release with the I have a steel mag release. Yeah. So that with the mag release, the um, steel mag release will cut into polymer, and the if you're running the steel mag release with the OEM Glocks, but also the um, metal mags, not even on insertion and removal um, or reindexing or whatever during 
live fire, what happens is the magazines rock back and forth. If you if you have a Glock, right, and you take your magazine, you can rock the magazine back and forth. And if you don't upgrade your, um, if you're using a metal mag with a Glock, which it's not designed typically to, to be used with that, and you have a polymer mag release and you're like, well, mine works just fine. It does for now. And then if you continue using it, it will saw away, slowly saw away at your mag release. So I would definitely encourage anyone out there that's using either metal mags from PSA or the Shield Arms uh, magazines, definitely upgrade your uh, magazine catch. And, and it's um, not I that expensive. It, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, 30 bucks. It, like our local gun shops out here stock them. Like they're chilling uh, on the shelf all the time. But so Glock 43X with 21 rounds in it, a 15 round mag to the left of it. Um, I got my blade, which usually I got my um, Cold Steel Black Talon 2. Um, right now I am carrying my Microtech stitch because I was feeling sexy. Um, and then also, uh, I'll carry, if I'm carrying an OTF, I'll never only carry an OTF. No. Um, just cause it, it doesn't have the same capabilities as a really good quality folder or fixed blade. Um, and then off to my left, I'll carry my Goombeam EDC flashlight. Yeah. That's the one thing I forgot. I do carry a flashlight. Yeah, that's super important. And then also carry my uh, hot sauce because not everything is necessarily uh, needing of a gun. And if I could hose somebody down with some hot sauce and prevent something, then great. If not, fuck it. If I get in a shooting, I'm going to throw that shit so fucking far. Um, that way they, they can't say, you chose death when you could have OC sprayed. Whatever. I'm just kidding. It, it doesn't matter. But uh, anyway... In the car, I'll either, uh, what I took is a, it looks like a little laptop bag, but it's it's actually a shooting bag. It's a setup for two handguns, and um, it, it looks like a techie bag. It looks like a laptop bag. So I put my MP5 in there, six magazines, and, you know, I'll keep that in there. Or I'll carry a, uh, depending on if I don't want to do the pistol caliber uh, some gun route, uh, what I'll do is I'll carry a 14.5-inch uh, uh, full-auto M4A1, and uh, it's an illegal machine gun. I carry it all the time, and uh, with an unregistered suppressor, and uh, usually I'll just And ATF agents, of, he, uh, that I'm sure they watch our show. He's joking. Or look into the show. Yeah, yeah, I'm joking. <laughs> I keep a Rubbermaid bin of Yankee Boogles uh, in my uh <laughs> I'm just kidding. Holy shit. I'm sorry. Okay, so I am you, joking. You're you're on I a know. show with me. You're being monitored. Oh, bro, trust me. I I'm well aware that they know exactly what I'm doing. So, I'm completely joking. I do not break the laws, rules, regulations, restrictions, ordinances, uh <laughs> nothing. I don't I don't break anything. Um uh, I don't break chicken bones. Cracked out um, survival doesn't carry doesn't have an uh, EDC because Russian prostitutes have sticky fingers. Yes, dude. Cracked out survival is one of my favorite commenters out there tonight. I know, second oh, to yeah. Black Scout survival, which uh, has uh -oh. officially did, did banned see, all of us. Do you see what his icon is? No. Take a look. Tell me if you see it. Hey, I mean, I can't see him. Um, 
Sometimes the EM on my phone. Oh, you, you got to be on Rumble. Do you see his icon on Rumble? It, it's, yeah, it's Hunter does. Biden in his underwear with a scarf. scarf. Right, right. Oh, nice. Right. That's dope. Vertex we that as an emoji? Great commuter bags that can hold a good bit of pew. Fairly nondescript unless you know what they are, if that makes sense. Yes. And guess what? I just got the uh, a pair of the Vertex... Was it Descent or whatever? The jeans? Bro, these jeans are like super spandexy, stretchy jeans. So you could run, do a windmill, hop a fence, jump, whatever. They're super tactical. They have 11 pockets. So in your front pockets and back pockets, they're excellent, spacious pockets. They're, uh, the back pockets are like pickpocket proof, right? But then in your pocket, they have side pockets on each side of you where your hips are in between your front and back pockets and each one can fit a fucking 30 round p mag dude how dope is that no pockets are bigger than jinkos back in the day you could have put a freaking subway footlong sub in your pocket oh, yeah. you, then you, you and, and you lose in, it yeah you could put a uh, surfboard in there aow shotguns back there Absolutely. you can you can you can probably put a freaking like and a like 28 inch hunting shotgun Probably. I used to have the, uh, the what, what was it? The skunk ones, uh, roadkill. I had the roadkills. I had uh, I had a few of them. But these, you can dump a PMAG into each side, and you cannot even tell. Like, as long as the top of them are covered by a shirt or something. So I picked up uh, a pair of the Vertex jeans, and then I picked up a uh, tactical dress shirt from them. <laughs> also uh another pair of uh pants that's uh very similar but it's just cool shit like to be able to okay even if you don't use them like that right to be able to go to your trunk and say okay shit's popping off but i don't want to throw on my gun belt and my plate carrier right so i'm just gonna throw a couple ar mags in my pants like that's fucking money it's awesome and they don't look tactical they look like uh, so typically with dress clothes, I'll wear jeans. I'll wear jeans, a nice shirt, and a suit jacket. And this allows me to keep the same look, but also be able to throw some shit in my, you know, in my pants if I want to. Um, I want to. If ever the situation arises that I need to preserve innocent life. Yeah, I mean, so, I, I'm looking at the Vertex jeans, but I'm... Okay, this is gonna sound bougie. Go ahead. I'm not even sure if I want to say. Say it. Go ahead. They're not uh, expensive enough for you. No, no. I just usually wear uh, lucky jeans. So, I usually wear Target jeans, which are like twenty nine dollars, and they're they're stretchy, right? So, yeah, well, if you are lucky jeans are really stretchy. That's why I wear. Oh, okay, I, I didn't. Yeah, I, I didn't know. I just I buy the cheap, uh, the cheap Target ones. But they're not but they cheap. Are, yeah, no, I, I know. Lucky are expensive. Um, but when you think about it, like, like I see them for twenty nine dollars. What are you talking about? Depends. The Clarence ones are the actual. Lucky oh, has. But is Lucky built to like carry a firearm? Yeah. Yeah, Lucky oh, has are? some. No, no, they're not. But Lucky has some 
like cheaper jeans and which if they're cheaper models uh and then they get over 100 bucks do they have 62 waist by 36 length they do not their biggest size is 44 um so unfortunately not but for all those dudes that uh were saying that i'm five foot four and uh 250 pounds or whatever like that i'm definitely not five foot four he's I just five wanna, five like i'm five five and a half okay the, Dude, the, I'm fucking six feet tall what is this joke what is this short joke okay we're, I, I don't get it the lucky jeans i wear are the are the two two three are the two two threes which are not i'm sure they're awesome they and, do they i wear the two two threes and i wear the 363s and i have a couple of four tens but so my brother was the one that um that came over the other night we were exchanging some ammo and stuff and um when he came over he was wearing these jeans and i was like man i gotta you know pick whatever we just started talking about jeans and he was like bro uh have you tried these vortex and i was like you're like those those jeans you're wearing right now those regular ass looking jeans are vertex he was like yeah bro he has a handcuff key in the front of the fly okay a handcuff key in the back in the small of your back which could come in handy um especially if you have polymer handcuff keys just saying um you have all your traditional pockets and two magpul or two magpul pmag pockets and you can run comms through them bitches, reinforced waistline to carry a gun, reinforced belt loops, reinforced crotch grundle. They're stretchy, so you can do the fucking splits, James Brown, and then Kappa Mofo. They are like Gucci. And I was like, okay, so these got to be like 220 bucks, right? He was like, no, I got them for like $62. So give them a shot. Use code Vertex doesn't even know who I fucking am. And you'll save nothing. Yeah, I'm about to. They they sell them on Amazon. Now I'm about, I'm about yeah. to try them out. Try them out, man. They I, they I have like the, the they're part of the Amazon wardrobe where you can try them out. For uh, dude, then I I may I may want to ask you to pick them up for me because I do not subscribe to Amazon any longer, and uh, yeah, that. Uh, canceled all that shit um and i'm not saying like oh i regret this i'm just saying i canceled amazon i canceled hbo i canceled netflix i canceled fucking all the fucks that hate us disney um all that the only thing i can't cancel is unfortunately youtube because that's how i speak to the masses so i'll get two pair and put them together like double sleeping bags (laughs) like chinese freaking finger traps Victos makes so good pants. Okay. We we've talked about equipment. Let, let's talk about situational awareness. Oh, wait, really quickly before we get to that, which is probably the most important piece. I, I also forgot to add, I do carry medical uh in my vehicle. I carry an IFAC, an actual IFAC in my glove box, which is not the best place. I get it. I should carry medical on me. I don't yeah, I carry it in my bag. Yeah, and then I also I'll also throw it in my bag too. I have uh, the sack that Jerry signed that I carry every day, uh, but also I have a huge EMT kit in the back of my. You uh, carry Jerry Micklick's sack every day. I have it right here. 
Yeah, I do. For those of you audio only, uh, he Dark is holding up a Shot Show 2023 signed bag by Jerry Micklick, and he Jerry was funny as all get out. I actually shot the video. I was going to say videotaped, uh, <laughs> but I shot the video uh, using Dark's phone. And Dark walked up to Jerry, presented his bag, and asked, would you sign my sack? And Jerry Micklick held his nose and with a Sharpie signed the yeah. bag. It was it awesome. It was funny. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, what a sport. I, well, I, would, I would just say I do wear a lot of 511 stuff, but that's honestly, it's because... I don't pay for it, so. It's kind of easy to get made wearing 511 shit too, but yeah, I mean, but they're, they're fucking free. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't blame you. Um, l- lastly, um, around the room, do you guys keep armor and or gear like your gun belt and plate carrier in your vehicle? Dude, you know I do. I, I, I keep, I keep armor on all, all floors of my house. Yeah, I but in your vehicle when you yes. go out, do you also have armor? Yes. Okay. Uh, oh, Rich, until you shielded your face, I totally forgot about this conversation. So um, I, I have a uh, a few sets of armor. Uh, one is a level four ceramic uh, with a shellback carrier. Great stuff. Another is more of like a uh, concealable level three steel plates. They're not good, but they're better than nothing. I'd rather catch spalling than a, you know, uh, hydrostatic shock through my body. Um, and then also I have another kit that's like the overt kit, which is level four ceramic, but also level three, a full coverage behind it and double stack level three, a coverage on the, um, on the, uh, cummerbunds. But knowing all this, um, Rich, what's your current armor setup? Duck and cover. I just learned. I, I seriously don't me. own any armor. Yeah. Yeah. Dark armor shamed me in front of my wife, so she's like, "We don't have body armor. We need body armor." Okay. This is what we have. We have. Uh, I got the concealable uh, by Safe Life. You don't count, John. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I got the concealable by Safe Life. I got a few different pairs for my wife and kids. Um, I have a 511 plate carrier with uh, level four safe life plates that go and that that's my my emergency um, stuff that goes in my car. Then I have um, another 511 plate carrier that's somewhere down here throw over right over there. Uh, and then I have level four like full body armor like side plates. Front, back, neck, neck, which is level three, um, groin protector, all that good stuff. I have a a level three helmet, and in my bedroom, I have the Fraz armor. That's the best shit as well. Best shit on the planet. Fraz armor is the best shit. I would feel a little more comfortable if if it was like paired with something else, <laughs> because the idea of getting hit with uh, five five six and AK with soft armor just scares me for some reason. I don't know, uh, but uh, everybody, please all come together and shame Flying Rich for not having like the first thing that people buy after they get an AR. Well, <laughs> this if dude you, has, uh, an, I know what everybody's getting for Christmas in my family. If you go to Safe Life and you use uh, code John C. 
And I don't get any money back, but you will get a 10% discount. That's my, my, that, that's my friend code. Uh, let's, let's say this. Um, Flying Rich has an entire fucking gun room. Okay. He has a Gat Lab. He currently has a 50 fucking BMG behind him. All right. So he believes that it is more likely that he will be fucking Jack Sparrowing a 50 BMG in the hills before he has to put on armor for fucking, I don't think Jack Sparrow, you know. In the hills uh, of Florida. Yeah, in the hills of Florida. He's going to be 50 BMGing a gator before he uh, deflects a, a round off of his plate carrier. I'm just saying. Uh, God. Well, no, no. Rich lives in Florida now. Somebody was saying that he did live in New York. No, he lives in Florida now. He used to live in New York. Two of us here have lived in New York in the past. I used to uh, go to New York every summer. I'm just kidding. Sorry, no, yeah. I, would, I would actually go in the winters. I did go to Radford, though. Okay. Every summer. All right. Uh, yeah. So, uh, situational awareness. Yeah, situational awareness. <laughs> he'll be crawling. Story through. Rich says he'll be crawling through HVAC ducting with his MP5. Nice. The diehard MP5. Yeah, situational awareness, I think, is very, very important. You have to have situational awareness. Anything can happen at any time. And if you are have situational awareness, the best way of not getting shot is not being there when the shooting happens. Paying attention. As in potentially avoiding an encounter. Yeah, if something so, fills yeah, off that, that was... or if somebody's acting really sketchy and, and I'm just gonna roll the hell out. My primary uh, Hell's Kitchen was my playground as a carry, kid, Daredevil. But, you know, the uh, that is a direct quote from the original Daredevil movie with Ben Affleck. Johnny Barr said that. Nice. What were you saying, Rich? So, yeah, the one of the first things I learned uh, in a concealed carry class was the best gunfight is the one you avoid. So the, the other thing like that is we, my wife and I are very cognizant of positioning. So when we go out to a restaurant or out in public, I'm always facing entrances and exits and we're aware of where the entrances and exits go. I, I'm gonna like steal a phrase from Dan Bongino in case you guys think I'm you know ripping him off. I'll credit him. He says whenever he goes out, he always checks out like all the front and back entrances and exits of a restaurant or whatever. It's like maybe the front door isn't the best way out. And I'm going to segue into another story, which may or may not have gotten dark his first strike, which I was I was working in Manhattan and I would quite often take a trip. And this is prior to 9-11. Man, yeah, just before you start that, I do I do want to ask one thing because both of you said something that it, there there may be people out there that are like let's say they just started carrying or they they just started maybe they didn't have um, upbringings similar to ours. They kind of left us scarred with 
unconscious situational awareness, right? Like you're always that. That's it, right? I think all three of us, uh, for the most part, aside from sometimes we may be sleeping at the wheel, but for the most part, I, I believe all three of us are unconsciously, consciously aware, right? When when you said, I think each of you said this, um, you know, to be on the lookout for somebody that's like acting sketchy. How do you know someone is acting sketchy? It, okay. Um, like describe it. Well, okay. Well, here. Okay. Or how? Or how right. would you know? So yes, I have. I've had a lot of my situational awarenesses have come from when I was a kid, but I've also taken some government sponsored situational awareness classes, some type of foreign affair counter threat analysis classes, stuff like that. So you're saying, like, for everyone listening, you're saying that you are a Fed? Yes. No, I was. Okay. Um, so there's different things. For example, if it's summertime and someone's wearing a heavy jacket, it's probably something going on. Mm-hmm. If you go to a a some type of concert and someone's just standing out, doesn't look like everyone else, doesn't look like they're enjoying themselves, just sitting there looking around, you know, there might be something going on there. You go to a sporting event and the person's not paying attention to the sporting event whatsoever. There's up in DC that happens a lot because freaking DC, but um, you know, they look nervous just the way they're carrying themselves. If, 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 if they're sticking out, um, if they go to, if, if you go to an event and you've never seen this person and the person walks in and you go to this event a lot and everything, you know, you always recognize everyone there, but some guy shows up out of the blue and he's not there with anyone and just walking around keeping to himself there. Might be something going on. It might be just he's shy and trying to make friends, but you just never know. Those, those are the things you have to read. So picking up on the subtle clues of what is going on is key. Looking for bulges where there shouldn't be bulges, for example. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. So I, what John mentioned a, a good couple of cues, and... Like, I found myself, you know, at an event, and there were, like, 200 people there or 150 people within, like, close range. I just kind of scanned the room and made Mm -hmm. sure everybody looked normal. Everybody was engaging in normal conversation. They're, you know, sitting at a table. They were standing talking to a friend. There was nobody looking around like that. You know, giving the place a pan and walking in or walking aggressively. Um, you know, everybody. It, and this is this is what the Israelis do. Uh, you know, they do a psychological profile and to see how people react and what they do. And it, it's it's a much better methodology than our TSA of groping granny. But the the other thing. Um, John, do so you even people's bulges. Absolutely, <laughs> I do. The heck I love John Kimball. So, prior to 9-11, uh, you know, a friend of mine, and he he was dealing with secure 
security issues in Manhattan. I'm a cop, and you we, idiot! We I'm Detective John Kimball. This we had conversations about if, if possible, we would avoid going through Penn Station because Penn Station is a major gathering point of people. And if you wanted to be very disruptive in a body count uh, category, that would be a high, highly favorable, highly targeted location. Now, yeah. I would intentionally, if I was uptown and had to leave, and every train that goes out to Long Island stops at uh, Jamaica Station, I would take a subway to Jamaica Station to avoid Penn Station. Jamaica Station now, is the first station after you get off like JFK it goes so my question is to you are you likely to run into some type of terrorist scumbag trying to get to the airport because to get to the airport they have to go to jamaica station yeah i i don't know if you're talking post boom or pre boom um your jamaica station doesn't have the footprint that penn station does as far as large numbers of people in small areas because it's both a subway station and a train station there's underground and elevated areas so um, you're talking about it from the standpoint of being it more so uh, a, of a potential target as opposed to a potential like uh, uh, transitional space where people are coming in and out of oh my god i just used an, an active self-protection term i'm sorry guys so the the other thing that i was always concerned about is and i i don't want to give away d i've talked privately with dark i don't think i've talked privately with trump about this but let's say you're in penn station and and this is what dark believes may have got him his first strike was mm -hmm. i was talking on his channel about this let's say you're in penn station and something goes boom and everybody starts going in a certain direction. You may not go in the direction everybody else is going. The, the, you the, may, one, I... It's a technique that that's, uh, when you do a secondary attack, that's one, one of the things they teach you, in, yeah. in fact. You, you have to evaluate real time. Sorry, go ahead, Rich. So... Believe it or not, in Penn Stations, there's many, I don't want to say secret exits, but not publicly known exits. And it it's pretty damn interesting that you could, like, go through an innocuous door and be on the street. Yeah, that's cool. So I would say look for those. Don't plan a secondary, not discreet exit out Thank of someplace you. like Penn Station. Like. One of the things that we were taught is to get off the X and watch out for secondary attacks, especially yeah. in yeah. Middle Eastern countries, for example. What they like to do is they like to set off an attack, and that's not the main attack. That is to get the herd flowing in the direction. And then yeah. a so secondary attack. it might be a attack. smoke bomb, it might be a firework, yeah, or, it might be, or, or, or might be just a smaller oh, bomb. It may yeah. still be an attack. But the object is to, let's say you're on a street, right? Um, this is an example. And 
at the top of the street, the street runs east to west. There is an explosion to the west, and everyone starts running east. The the thing that a lot of people are going to want to do is head east. Now, you should definitely not stay in one place because that's not getting off the X and you're putting yourself in danger. You should definitely not go west because that's where the explosion was happened. But you shouldn't go east. What you should do is find a store and transverse that store and enter the back and I mean and exit the back of the store onto a parallel street. That's how they know to find the feds. Yep. Yeah, and I mean it, it's going to vary depending on on situations. Yeah, it, it's tons of situations. That's just one example. Yeah, and, and that's why I wanted to bring this up was because there there are going to be people out here that that are new to this life or this world, right? That maybe they bought their first gun and just started going down this rabbit hole of, well, if I'm going to get a gun, I should carry it. If I'm going to get a gun and carry it, then I should get a holster. If I'm going to get that, I should get a gun belt and get an extra magazine or whatever. But no tool in the world will replace your you are you are the operator of the tool right what some of the rules that i have for um observing right your job is to observe anybody within visual like anybody that is in uh within your line of sight the closer that they get to you because it's not always possible to do especially if you are in crowds I, I have rules because we could say like you got to pay attention you got to look around you got to see these are these are things to look for like you mentioned clothing odd clothing huge jackets in the in the summer or whatever it also could be something as subtle as they're wearing a button up and only the first two buttons are done well why would they do that so they could reach under and grab a gun that's in a shoulder rig or you know something if if something is off you have to you have to notice right and how do you notice because you look so one of the rules that i set in place for myself especially when i'm with my family but in you know any situation it is a standard if somebody is within view if i can see them and i'm not in a huge crowd submersed i am going to look at you i'm going to look you in your eyes i'm going to look at your waistband i'm going to look at your hands i'm going to look at your pockets and i'm going to look you down to your shoes and back up and I'll constantly create eye, eye contact and usually eye contact will tell somebody I am not to be fucked with, right? I am looking at you. I saw you. I saw your face, right? That when you connect eyes for that split second and they look away, that that's that recognition of you saw me, you saw my face, you whatever, you took my soul. But if you don't set something up for yourself like a rule so my rule is to look at them, look at their face, look at their body, look at their hands, look at their pockets, look at their waistband, look down at their shoes, look back up at them. And if I'm in a crowd, it's different. Then I have to scan through and looking at as many people as I can while not looking like a deranged maniac and also looking at, okay, out of these 50 people that I just saw, three of them looks, look sketchy. Well, how do they look sketchy? I don't know. You have to have something that just tells you, eh, creep alert, right? And we... I don't know why we have like muted our our subconscious those those gut feelings that we get we've muted them we don't talk to our gut as much 
your body is telling you something for a reason this person is off this person is weird the situation is off it doesn't add up it doesn't look right they're asking for a cigarette they're asking for a ride they're asking for a dollar right but look and, at their hands you, yeah look at their hands Test. look at their ask them ask them a question that will force them to start dialogue and then read everything about them as they talk if, if they approach you right like Questions are one of the most powerful tools that you can ever use in, in conversation. Okay. The problem is that so many people just want to talk instead of ask questions. A lot of suicide bombers, what they would do is they'll strap themselves to this to a to their suicide bomb. And 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 it's a pressure switch. And what they would do is they would run the wires down their sleeves and hold the switch in their hands with the wires. Yeah. So here's the thing, it's a pressure switch. So it doesn't you don't hit the button and it explodes when you hit the button. It explodes when you leave, when you let your thumb off the yeah. button. So That's called be, a DMS or a dead man switch. Yeah, exactly. So what they would do is they will hit the button before they walk into their target. So even if they get shot or taken out, they're still going to explode. So you have to be, so if I see someone with like some type of switch in their hands, first thing I'm doing, I'm not going to shoot them. I'm going to move away. Before yeah. I shoot them. Yeah, well, get away. Yeah, move you're, off the X, off the X. That's if, if you ever take uh, foreign affairs counter threat uh, classes, fact training, you're going to hear off the X over and over and over and over again. But you also learn how to do like really crazy stuff like drive from the passenger seat of a car in case your driver gets hit by a sniper and stuff. Also, um, and getting off the X, like that, that's why they say shoot, move, communicate. I, I swear to God, the government had a hand in developing flat ranges. So we just sit there in one place, right? They don't want us practicing how to shoot, move, and communicate. They don't want us to practice bounding down a street like in uh, the movie Heat, right? They, that's the last thing that they want. Uh, also, also, another thing. That you have to keep in mind. There's a difference between cover and concealment. Oh, this Lord. This is true. All right. So can I start here? Sure. Sure. I, you're the leader of I this was, episode, so go ahead. Thanks, man. So I was concealed carrying at this gig I had. I was a consultant. I concealed carry every day. Mm -hmm. The. Uh, Do you ever take any days off from concealed carrying? No. Okay. So... Yeah. We had a, uh, what, what was it like? Oh, fuck. It, it was, you know, oh, active shooter education. So I'm in the active shooter education with this in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they're telling us cover and concealment. Now, concealment could be a drape something that will not stop around uh cover is something that will stop around and i wanted to go uh hi um now wouldn't we have to know if they have a 22 magnum or you know a 762 or a 308 uh to determine what would could cover be well at the, at the at thing at the time, you're not going to worry about semantics. You're, 
You're going to take your, your big shot. And you know enough about guns. If you see someone walking in there with AR-15, you know it's probably going to be a two two three round. If you see someone right. walking in there with a Heritage Rough Rider, which for some reason I have a lot of, uh, those are probably going to be twenty two rounds. Yeah, and if you have so one thing too, and like that split second decision making, if if you're jumping, running, diving out of the way, whatever, and it's like okay, I I have about a half a second to a one second of a difference in jumping behind a wheel well or jumping behind an engine block, as long as your angles are, are good, you always want to go to the more substantial cover if you can if, if you can safe enough to yeah that is no one of the what firearm they have that's one of the crucial things because let's say jumping find a wheel well uh let, let, let's say you have two different walls made of two different materials one is steel and the other one is concrete well concrete might not stop you know a like a 308 or or, or whatever right. or 30-06 but uh, the still the, the three inch still wall might stop that, but the thing is, if that three inch still wall is way far away, yeah, and one's closer, and you not and you don't know what type of firearm that they have, the better option might be the concrete, just because even though you're not really sure what type of round they're shooting you have a lot less chance of being shot. And so you have to balance all that and you're going to be wrong. Um, I mean, you're not going to, it's not going to be, you're not going to be 100%. There's no way to train yourself to be 100% in your decision-making on that. You can train as much as possible, but when, when the, when the rounds start flying, you know, it, anything can happen. I also think that doing um, is as much training as possible, depending on like if it's your local ranges or or other uh, training environments that you can get to. Being able to take training that is not even necessarily live fire. Some of the most valuable training classes I have ever been to, we didn't even fire a single round, and they were classes that induced stress and made you, you know, have to make decisions under stress. One of them, um, so a lot of times when you're talking about like a, a situation where you have to, let's say you're in an overt rig, so, you know, gun belt, uh, plate carrier, uh, Safari Land rig, like whatever, uh, like a, with Safari Land holster. Um, I, I took a class where one of the segments was putting one person against one person you face each other you get like you know a few feet away three four feet away and each of you have a blue gun in your safari land rig and when they say go you have to stop the other person from drawing their gun and shooting you and get a shot on the person so every single time people think they're the quickest person in the world so they go for their gun first that would but charge <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly right. Close the gap. When you close the gap, uh -huh. every single person that won rushed the person, bum rushed them, stopped them from drawing, and then drew, and bam. The person that went for their gun first always lost. 21 Either foot they drew it. Yeah. Either they drew it and then got hit, and then boom, it falls or whatever. Did you guys see that video that I sent you of that girl? Um, 
you know, wrestling the the guy with the gun inside the vehicle. She did really well. That that's like a sixteen year old girl. Really? Yeah. You would have thought that she was like a freaking uh you know I don't know, somebody. My wittiness is, is done. But uh, but, but no, she, she freaking she and she lost her gun and it, it even though she did very, very well in in the uh in the video, the guy is in a uh passenger seat of a truck, a large cab truck, uh I will say that. So it gave a little bit more of an advantage. Um, but uh they were using um um uh simunition, sorry. So the dude drew a gun, she grabbed it, jumped over to his side wrapped her legs around his ass and started jujitsuing his ass and then ended up drawing her gun once she had him subdued squeezed off a shot but he ended up taking her gun and she literally in the in the training had him leaned over the passenger side and driver's side and he took her gun so she just like was like fuck it i'm just gonna go for it all and started punching the instructor in the fucking head I was like, dude, this chick is is going for it, you know. By the end of it, his pants were ripped. Like he, it, fighting in confined places is, uh, yeah, is, you know. Well, they were they were all padded up, so he didn't get hurt. But he was like, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was very interesting. But all all of these things take time, and and you you have to reprogram yourself to. To look for these things right like i i like to think personally that i've become a master of concealing weapons and the people that are intent on doing bad things are even better they're better they're it, it's 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 dangerous y'all so just uh because is that a super chat Wait. no it's how he joined the, he is a member oh wow that's awesome man Kurt. Kurt24 has joined for $5 a month. Thank you, Kurt24, our first member of the Rumble channel. Now, yeah. now I'm only I'm only a few hundred dollars in the hole. But <laughs> Yeah, there you go. That's it. But moving closer. <laughs> Thank you, Kurt. You're the man. He should also be a mod. We should probably start getting some mods up in here, too. I don't know how to do that. Uh, I think you just mod them. Okay, I don't know. Uh, we'll figure it out. But yeah, so my my whole point to, to this was just simply um, it's something that you have to condition yourself with. I by no means am an expert. I just uh, uh, as a as a younger kid growing up, I was not always on the same side of the law that I am now. So I had a little bit of an edge when it comes to things like that hiding things, uh, seeing other people that are hiding things, following your gut, listening to your to your gut. It is communicating something to you for a reason. You know, and and stuff. <laughs> That's it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I really appreciate you guys so much. For, I'm just kidding. Rich, go ahead. I don't know if we're done. If you guys got anything else you want to say? It, I mean, dude, this is all rich, man. This is Rich's episode. Yeah, I, I think we're good here. I think it's a good point to close out at. All right, Rich, thank you for leading this awesome discussion on on everything. Um, 
I really, really appreciate you doing that. Uh, next week, I guess it's my turn to do the episode. Um, yeah, I think and, a good idea. Let's let's cycle every. Uh, yeah, I, I thought that was the plan, or did I just plan. not tell you guys that? You just told us it's the plan. I love it. Yeah, so and next we week, have Rich close out today too. Yeah, so he's gonna close out. Um, so Rich, go ahead and close us out, man. So thank you for joining us with the Uncensored Podcast. Rich is like, oh, oh shit! I usually just sit back at this point. Say <laughs> the thing and about I'm just the reading. It says Rich hasn't shared his marinara recipe. Uh, <laughs> it's called by the jar. And uh, we are here Monday nights at 10 p.m. And I am Flying Rich, your host. You can find me at flyingrich.com. You can message me also on flyingrich.com. Don't come to my door. I'm at Flying Rich on YouTube, Flying Rich Firearms on YouTube, and Flying Rich underscore official on the grams. John, who are you? Where can people find you? Uh, um, John Crump, John Crump News on YouTube, John Crump Live. You can check out GOA, Gun Owners of America. I work there. I also work for Ammo Land, uh, starting a custom watch company soon. That's going to be happening very, very soon. Um, custom watch, in case people didn't get that. Yeah, custom watch. It's taking G-Shocks and pimping them out, blinging them out a little bit. And yeah, so that's going to be happening soon. Buy John's book. Buy my book. I'm a, I am an author, uh, and that is available everywhere. Go to Amazon. You can get it on Kindle, paperback, or hardcover as well. Um, and the, the book is titled Masters of Firepower. Yeah, it's basically it's a study of iconic firearms builders. Um, yeah, it's like only, a profile. Only buy the book. And this is just my recommendation, guys out there, only buy the book if you really, really love and admire firearms and historic data on the manufacturing of some of the most prolific firearms in the world ever. Um, yeah. Yeah, I had to read through 2,500 sources to write it, but I did. Well, 3,000 if you include the people that got cut, but 2,500-ish for... The people so in there. It took John a week. N- yeah, basically. No. No, no, no. No, it was more than a week. Oh, like a year. But that's fine. Dark, uh, how can people find you and when are you yeah. available to be found? Yeah, so uh, I'm Dark with DLD After Dark. I own the YouTube channel, DLD After Dark. Also the uh, Instagram, DLD After Dark, separated by underscores. Uh, also on uh, Twitter, I refuse to call it X, uh, at DLD After Dark. I own the uh, website, DLD Hardware, which is uh, helping people Ooh, you build. You can say it. You can say it. You can say it. You yeah, say DLDHardware.com. Uh, and it is a Ooh. website in which you can purchase items, uh Items like jigs and tools that will help you further your uh, private firearm manufacturing existence at home, um, which I believe every single person has the God-given natural right to uh, build modern firearms in the privacy of their own home with zero governmental overreach. Fuck the government. Fuck the ATF. And uh, also, you can find me on Rumble. I am a rumbler. 
and uh, it's DLD After Dark as well. And uh, I think because we're on Uncensored Podcast, I think we all should say one thing that's just like, you know, one sentence, one crazy thing just before we sign off. Nit. Never mind. Just joking. Crowd raise up. Were you going to say nincompoop? No, something that would Ninja. get banned on, uh, on YouTube. Something that can get us banned on YouTube. Yeah. Like one sentence. One sentence that can get us banned on YouTube. Okay. Um, let me think about this for a second. Rich, you can go first. If people are running out of Penn Station, consider not running in that direction. That's good. I want to thank... I got one. I want to thank everyone over at brownells.com. They have awesome deals on firearms. You should pick it up. Uh, Also go to PSA, palmettostatearmory.com. They have some really great sales going on. Um, and uh, you can actually donate to JOA, do their like little roundup over there. Also, if you are looking for any type of firearm and you want me to give you a uh, link to buy that firearm, let me know. I'm PSA.com, also OpticsPlanet.com, Brownells.com, any of those .coms, and we will get there. Awesome. That was beautiful. Uh, mine is uh, George Bush doesn't care about black people. Dude, that's still the best ever. Freaking Kanye. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Um, but uh, I mean, not only George Bush, who really does, right? Um, poor kids are just as smart as black kids or white kids. Um, actually, I, no. I, I have that. I actually have that. Poor kids are just as smart as white kids. Tell me you are racist without saying that you're racist. <clears throat> yeah. I'll wait for you, then I'll give my real one. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. <laughs> Dude, uh, it's that, that's unreal. been fact checked. That's an AI. That's an yeah, AI. That, I can't that. believe you're spreading misinformation like that. It's a deep fake. It's a deep fake. Here, I'll, I'll tell you guys this. Um, your life has drastically changed in the last three and a half or so years, okay? And the reason <laughs> is people. The general hunter's guilty, and so is his chomo dad. <laughs> no, no, look at um, uh, cracked out survival. Uh, make sure to take your turkesterone, everyone. I designed a tactical flashlight. It saved five people from carpal tunnel so far. Stay frosty. Um, I, I heard. I heard White Scout survival finally got banned last night. Yeah, all of us have been banned now from Black Scout survival. Um, but but here's here's the deal. Um, the general public is now the cattle in the eyes of the United United States government and the elites. Okay. All of us are the cattle and COVID and all of everything that we've experienced since then was the massive trial of killing the people that they hate. Okay. Your government hates you and wants you dead. And by the way, the person that took out the patent for most of the COVID patents that you guys have experienced, uh, like the COVID testing, tracking, and tracing, and all that, uh, was a Rothschild. Uh, 
um, Richard Rothschild actually took out the uh, patent in 2015. How the fuck did you know that we were going to be experiencing a COVID-19 epidemic at that point in 2015? But then if you follow that, you go all the way back. The first patent was actually taken out in the year 2000 for vaccine trials by the CDC. Our government hates us and wants us dead. And we are literally being pulled apart by our own government who is staging atrocities and we are a fucking victim of it and he was a jew well there you go he is he is a jew he's that was a jew he is a jew i ain't got a problem with rod crew see that he converted all the people in uh you know hollywood and the banks and Black Rock and anyway, all right, yeah, I'll be quiet. That was for you, Kimball. All right, so Rich, say something nice, and then we can get out of here. I love you all. You were just triggered by the uncensored podcast. Be sure to come on back next time to get pissed off all over again. Be sure to send your hate mail to hate at uncensored.wtf. Ah!